it'll be see you later so I am getting ready to leave here momentarily actually as soon as I'm done chatting with you uh, for my adventure and I am I am gonna do my best to do a couple shows from the road and stay in touch because it just was breaking my heart to think about not chatting with you guys and I don't know frequency or anything like that. So those of you um, that are avid listeners, and I, I definitely know you're out there because the numbers keep climbing. Thank you. Um, I will be doing my best to stay in touch. The days I don't, the weeks I don't, I really have some really badass interviews. Like I've been touched by the people I've come in contact with. I, a lot of people in general, but this last, uh, you know, week and a half as I was ramping up to leave, I've just met some really cool people and I hope that you enjoy them as much as I have. The other cool little nugget that, so I look, I look every couple of days or so to see if we have new cities online and new countries and, um, I want to give a shout out this morning to San Jose, California, because I personally do not know anyone in San Jose, California. So I know that you're not just listening <laughs> because you know me. Um, but, you know, you're you're like my number two city behind the one here where I, I live in. So that's amazing to me. So thank you for being here, you know, with me, you know, I think every day, honestly. And then... Uh, France and Ireland, you guys are neck and neck. I, I watch you and you're like six downloads apart. And it's just really, it's really funny. Let me see who's in the lead. Um, I think France is in the lead by six episodes. So um, that's a lot of fun. This, you know, I'm a, I'm a numbers kind of girl and, you know, that's my business showing, but it's really fun to watch the stats. And this morning, I, you know, I wrote down the numbers because there's, I don't know, there's no way to keep it there or see like through time. So I've been at 47 countries now for a little bit. And this morning I woke up and thank you for the gift of 50 countries. So welcome. The two that I could identify were Russia and Gibraltar, which... That's so fun. Like it took me a minute to resonate the word Gibraltar and I apologize if I'm not saying it right, but that's how I, I know it to say it. So welcome to 321. Um, the geography stuff is fun too, right? Considering the fact I'm about to, oh, I don't know, drive through 20 states. Um, not that this is my first time because I was able to in the truck, but to be able to be present, like I know I'm going to be able to enjoy the scenery and, you know, we're at the we're at the, I don't want to say the peak, but we're at this transitional, like I think fall starts on Monday. Um, so it'll be interesting to just actually soak in the scenery in addition to all the wonderful people I'm going to see. I was also reminded this morning, I, I woke up to um, a message from one of my friends. She was actually, she trained me in 
2004 to be a floral manager. And, you know, she had sent a note, you know, like, good luck on your trip. And we got to get in touch when I get back. And we absolutely do. And, and I was giving myself a big shame on me. And maybe you guys can learn from this. She lives like 10 miles from me. And I haven't seen her in months. I mean, obviously COVID, but um, I could have done a better job. We've only gotten to hang out, I think, once since I moved back to New York, like really hang out, go out for breakfast and um, that kind of stuff. So she is like top of list when I get back. I have to spend some time with Deb. And uh, yeah, those are all my random thoughts. So let's, uh, let's do our reading together, guys. So September 19th, Walter B. Riston says, information is a virus that carries freedom. Okay. In recovery from addiction, we found that information grants freedom. Before we knew we had an illness called addiction, we thought we were bad people. Then somehow each of us got the information that there is hope, there's treatment, there is a program for recovery, there is a new life waiting for us. We begin moving toward freedom, freedom from alcohol and drugs, freedom from gambling, freedom from fear, freedom from despair and self-hatred. Our minds constantly process events and tell us who we are. As we learn healthy ways to live, our minds grow in positive ways too. We find we're hungry for knowledge. Gathering information is one reason we continue to go to meetings and read daily meditations. Information helps us remain free. It reminds us where we've been and where we're going. And we gain new insight into illness, addiction, and ongoing recovery. Information can bring us freedom. Today I pray that I will always be willing to listen and learn. Yes. <laughs> yes, I couldn't have said it better myself. Oh gosh, guys. This is this is just as good stuff. It's so true, right? We don't know what we don't know. And this line that we thought we were bad people, oh, how relatable is that? I've heard, and I, I hope I don't screw this up if I'm remembering correctly, it's not that we're bad people, but we might have done bad things when we were gambling. And there's a big distinction there, a huge distinction there. You know, I've talked about my friend, and you guys have met her, Michelle, from an earlier episode. She's like one of the freaking best people I've ever met in my life. She has this heart that is gold. She's a hard worker, you know, and I'm not saying that in the generic, you know, like you go on a job interview, I'm a hard worker. Like this lady freaking rocks it. Um, she helps her, her brother's girlfriend is, um, you know, has some, has some medical stuff. Her mom's a little bit older, you know, she's, she's engaged in the family She'll do anything for anyone. She's just, she's just amazing. It's not that she's a bad person. Now, she embezzled a lot of money. She went to jail. She did bad things. But very, very different things between being a bad person and, and being a good person who does bad things. It says here that, you know, we get information that there's hope, there's treatment, there's a program, there's a new life. And if that's the only thing that you take away from this morning's reading, there is a new life. Oh my God, there is a new life, guys. Like freaking incredible, beautiful life. The things I'm talking about and looking forward to, the people 
that have been in my life all along that maybe I haven't done a good enough job being being there for or staying in touch or whatever. I now have this opportunity, right? And like that's a I think that's a big reason why it's not like these people can't live without me showing up, right? But especially like when I was in Kansas City, I came back to New York to visit all the time because these were people that were important to me and vice versa. You know, here I am in New York and I make it to Kansas City every year, sometimes multiple times because those people, even though I was only there for a short period of time in the grand scheme of things, um, these people left a mark in my life. Like, I don't know if I've ever told you, but the day that I met the core group of friends that I'm going to see, I was I was relatively new and I was looking for, when I had left New York, I had had, um, you know, like my home bar and, you know, the cheers version where you knew everybody, you knew the bartender, you knew the, the patrons, it was just comfortable. And when I went to Kansas City that first year, I struggled to find a place that was like home for me. And it started, I'm not a Mexican food eater, or at least I wasn't before living in Kansas City. But I I stumbled into this place one night and I I was going to walk out, but the this young fella came up to me, his name is Mason, and I freaking adore this kid. He's, um, <laughs> he just, he's, he's just a badass kid. Like he, it, I don't even know how old he is. He's in his early twenties, but he's gone and lived in Saipan and he's lived in Hawaii and he goes and stays in hostels and he just freaking embraces life. Like that's what I respect about him so much. And I used to always tell him, you know, like stay away from girls. Just keep, just keep doing you like, don't settle down and get married and do what everybody else does. And I, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but he was embracing it and he was just, he's just an awesome example. But he comes up to me and um, he basically got me to not leave. And he, he chatted with me most of the time I was there. So he got me really comfortable about going in this place. So on another night I'm there and there's all this chatter, like a party in the other room. And there's this group of people and I don't remember exactly how it went. Of course, it's a drinking environment. How many details really are, are going to be accurate? But essentially what happened that night was this group of people were there because one of the ladies in the group had lost her son and it was the son's birthday. And this group of friends was, you know, celebrating the memory of her son. So... It was like a celebration, but it was also a very, you know, I don't want to say mourning, but it was, in my mind, on the outside looking in, it would be a very private, personal thing. You know, here I was, an outsider. I didn't know her son. I didn't know these people. But by the end of the night, this group of people made me feel like family. And and that's who I go back to Kansas City to see. These people have impacted my life they've just always made me feel welcome that's when I go back I literally go and stay at one of the girls houses and actually um the lady who I'm referring to that lost her son I'm probably going to be staying at her house too she she moved into a new house and she's like yeah you gotta stay with me and then there's another one from the group like the group 
evolves and grows and it's more than just hanging out at the bar. You know, we've gone on nice, um, oh, what's the word? We've gone to an arboretum, arboretum, no, where you go outside and it's a pretty walking trail and um, we've gone there for Christmas and, you know, we do things together that aren't just in the bar. Uh, me and Dana have gone to uh, the Royals game and, you know, just things. So it's a really nice group. And, and like I said, they've made it feel like home to me. And it's important for me to nurture my relationships. And it goes back to the other part, right? Like last September when I went, I wasn't drinking all that much. Um, or at least I was very mindful about my drinking. I maybe drank every day, but I really wanted to be present and stuff. And, um, you know, people don't, they don't care or judge in this, this world, whether I'm drinking or not, they're going to love and accept me. Same thing with, you know, gambling. And, um, they've always been supportive of my recovery. And I, I may have told you, you know, they threw me like a going away before a treatment party and a coming home before, tre- you know, like they're just a great group of people. So, um, having the freedom now, right? Because if I was still gambling, I wouldn't have the money to go back and see them. Or I wouldn't prioritize the money, right? It's not actually about having any more or less. It's about what do I choose to do with my money, right? And I choose to live my best life and keep in touch with people and have these relationships. So I guess I'm tying it in because this trip is like really, I don't know, I'm excited about it and looking forward to it and appreciating the freedom like I, I just recently got this whole new freedom by not having um, a job where I have to have a dress code that someone else dictates or a schedule that someone else dictates or rules that someone else dictates. And um, it could almost be compared to, you know, the gambling addiction. There's a, a way of life that happens with that. And it's what the addiction dictates. You know, it's those bad behaviors that the addiction dictates. It's not, it's not being, again, not being a bad person, but like I'm not a bad employee when I go work for someone else, but I'm not thriving. I'm not my best version of myself necessarily, or at least I wasn't at the end when it came to my work stuff because I, you know, I was ready to move on. So freedom's just amazing. And you can give yourself that gift just by giving up gambling. Like, wow, is it that simple? And and just having your eyes and ears and mind open to to that information. You know, there is hope. Like that's one of the things that I feel like most newcomers walk away from their first meeting as you know, in in a GA meeting, I would have to say probably ninety plus percent of the time that's, you know, if the new person sits in the meeting and they share last, like traditionally, you know, most meetings I've ever been in, they always ask the newcomer, is there anything you'd like to say or, or whatever? And I think I've heard just about out of everyone's mouth, oh, I'm glad I came because I could see there's hope. And that's really what there is when we stop, stop gambling, stop using, stop whatever it is. Um, as we learn new, as we learn healthy new ways to live, our minds grow in positive ways. We find we're hungry for knowledge. <laughs> I think I'm, uh, the definition of that on steroids this year, the amount of classes I've been taking, oy. 
Gathering information is one reason we continue to go to meetings and read daily meditations. Information helps us remain free. And that's true, right? How many times do I tell you that selfishly? I'm, I need to talk to you guys, reading the reading, processing the reading, talking about it. Um, when we do things like the step work and Dharma recovery, <clears throat> excuse me, that information um, is part of what keeps me going and makes me want to learn more and wants me to find more resources to be able to help people that want to quit. So the information is definitely a motivating factor in how I do things and how, how my recovery continues to progress. Information can bring us freedom. Today I pray I will always be willing to listen and learn. And um, yeah, so true, so true. And I won't tell you that it's easy all the time, guys, like to listen and learn, like to listen. Sometimes we're going to hear things we don't want to hear. But I'm here to tell you that if it's presented to you, Maybe it's right, maybe it's wrong. Listen, go through your process, digest, decide if it's part of, you know, filling your bucket in a positive way or a negative way. You get to decide. Just be aware that, um, you know, some people refer to the addiction as kind of having its own voice in our brains um, and that it almost, you know, like it could be controlling. Some people view it as like the devil and angel on their shoulders. You know, there's different perspectives on how to look at it. But you're going to have to sort through it in your lens and your time. And that's completely okay. Be kind to yourself and understand that that's all right. It's part of your process. There's been, you know, I talked to one of my friends yesterday for, God, like an hour and a half on the phone. And honestly, I... um. I know that I tried to give him information in the past. As an outsider looking in, I can see um, maybe healthy or unhealthy activities, maybe a little clearer, right? Like we can we can sometimes see in other people. And I'm not talking about like the judgy, um, what do they call it, when you project on other people. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about seeing through some of the smoke when the emotion isn't tied to it. And I, I could see... I could see some of those things, but then the more we communicate, the more time has passed, the more I'm, I'm starting to see some of the beautiful things and the immersion of his recovery and his change and his growth and what it's coming from. One of the big pieces we talked about yesterday was he's, he's working in an arena with addiction and he's been going to school about addiction and He's interning and he's doing all this stuff. So he's exposed to new information and it's showing up. Like I can tell when he speaks and, and, and how he is viewing things and how he's looking at himself and trying to help himself. He's, this information is impacting him and he's growing and it's freaking beautiful and amazing to watch. And I'm so proud of him. It's, I don't, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's true, guys. Just information, being open-minded. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but I, I, I think you get what I'm saying. Um, so that's that's my. I'm leaving my apartment in ten minutes. I'm out of here. Speech for my road trip. 
I hope that you guys do a good job. Take care of yourselves. Practice gratitude every day. Um, I feel like I'm saying goodbye, but I know I'm not saying goodbye. I'm saying see you later. But I just, I feel, it's kind of weird. I don't even know necessarily actual impact on the day-to-day, but I just feel like having a little bit of a mama hen role here that um, just because I'm not here to, I don't want to say lecture you, but chat with you every day and do the readings and the meditation that you're still practicing your recovery and that you're doing other things um, that benefit you. So that's it. I got a couple more things to load in the car. I'm, I'm honored to have spent the morning with you a little bit and um, start my day off right. I'm, I'm on my way. I'm going to go golf with my uncle today and uh, hopefully do well. And I think I told you tonight I get to see a couple friends, one of which being, this still just cracks me up, and I don't know if it's because I just keep phrasing it this way in my head, but, um, you know, the fellow that I went to the prom with, like, I can't wait to hear what he's been doing the last 25 years. Like, that's exciting to me. Um, And seeing the actual, the other friend I'm going to see as, the gentleman who created the tagline that I adore, like we were having a conversation one night and brainstorming and he essentially is responsible for positivity is no gamble. He's actually the fellow my mother wished I married or had called her future son-in-law for years and years. Didn't quite work out that way, which is fine. Uh, Luckily I'm still, still blessed and very grateful that he's in my life and that I get to see him. So, I am out of here. Have a great day. Take care of yourselves.